Welcome everybody to Card On Over Coffee. We got a great show for you today. And remember, you can join us live on X Spaces Monday through Friday, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2.30 p.m. UTC. We got a great show for you that you don't want to miss. We're talking to Damon from Charlie Oracle. We're going to talk about oracles on Cardano or the lack thereof. Listen in to find out some very important information that affects all of Cardano DeFi. Oh, snacks. Oh, it's almost always the same person. This is Damon, one of the co-founders. Well, welcome. Welcome. How is your day going so far? Well, I just woke up to get on this show, and then I also realized I've got a doctor's appointment in like 20 minutes. So we're uh, we're double dipping on today's duties. Ooh-wee. Sounds like a, a normal <laughs> blockchain <Pretty> normal job. Day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I got, I'm sitting down with three laptops in a circle around me, and I just swivel from laptop to laptop. So I, I know how it feels. Uh, but let's let's jump into what you got for us today. So what kind of updates uh, do you have for the audience and where do you want the focus to be? Because I know you've been on the show before, so we're going to jump straight to business. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, one of the things that I think you guys wanted to potentially to talk about is what happened. I think it was just last week on uh, Oracle stuff, what happened on Liquid's platform and Wingrider's thing and the CoinGecko API going down and people losing money and um and i don't know it's just kind of a cautionary tale of of why why oracles why security you know like the the reason that happened is because the the one point that um platforms were pulling from is a single point api which is coingecko which only reports certain types of data has no security built in has no anything to throw out bad values or outliers or anything to keep your funds safe on trading platforms. Um, and we know that people haven't used our products currently and through the bear market because, you know, it costs money and a lot of people are low on funds. Um, but, you know, sometimes you have to splurge a little bit to keep everything secure and, and safe. You know, um, we all pay for different types of products that do different things to, uh, you know, you're just talking about not your keys, not your crypto. I mean, a lot of people spend on hardware wallets to keep things safe instead of just using the free stuff. And it's the same kind of stuff here. So um, with our system, you know, something like that doesn't happen because we have a lot of security inputs to uh, instantly throw out uh, values that are outside of a certain range within our our Oracle data that gets presented to, um, you know, liquidation platforms or other trading platforms just to make sure that everybody stays stays safe. I mean, that's that's keeping it pretty light. Um, but past that, uh, you know, we have a fair amount of uh, updates coming up that I can kind of spread a little bit of alpha on if you guys want to hear it. Yeah, I think uh, definitely alpha is the magic word for me, so I definitely love to hear it. But I uh, just wanted to kind of drill down first uh, into what, you know, you were highlighting. You know, there was... Um, you know, some API issues with, with CoinGecko uh, last week. And, you know, I'm a liquid finance user. So, you know, I think uh, the, the whole platform had to get shut down uh, because uh, users were being impacted um, by, by that. So, you know, one of the things that we had talked about on this, this show actually was uh, whether when they were going to add Oracle support, right? 
and right. you know, we didn't we didn't see that happen right it was kind of just like oh we're fine we even asked some of these questions right uh like well what happens if you know how do you determine price and what's the backup solution and what oracles are you using and we get a lot of you know unpleasant pushback and then you know shit hits the fan and yep. what do we see uh, an update from the liquid account saying that they are adding charlie 3 uh as an oracle for their platform so uh kind of the outcome that we wanted <laughs> to happen it's obviously later than we thought it should happen uh but we're, we're seeing that response to uh the platform going down and i'm just curious you know what was your involvement like did the liquid team reach out to you all like very quickly or were you yeah it was it was pretty immediate i would say <laughs> um they came they came and talked to us pretty pretty fast um which is good i mean obviously we were already supplying them with the shen feed but none of their other markets were secured by oracles right it was all an internal you know api fetch from a from a single point on coin gecko and and that's that's not secure right so yeah we would have hoped that um you know stuff they would have uh used more oracles for for their other markets earlier for sure right that's the whole reason for the product that's the whole reason for for oracles in general but they reached out to us we got things done uh very quickly um faster than we ever have really and so we dropped everything kind of a rush order from from liquid um we got the jed usd and iusd usd uh markets uh up right away and i think they are currently integrating them yesterday or today obviously they took the weekend off a bit and uh yeah they're there so you know we and we said you know you got to got to pay for this this time because otherwise we've been subsidizing things but this was a rush job and we dropped uh dropped the work that we were doing for endmaker to get their feed up uh to manage this so other people wouldn't uh, lose feeds anymore basically um we would have would have hoped that uh this wouldn't have been an issue that but honestly i would say it's the culture of cardano DeFi currently which is do things as cheap as possible uh and hope nothing goes wrong. Uh, it's a very <laughs> different culture than a lot of other blockchains, unfortunately. You know, like we uh, we've built a another oracle on the Radix chain and haven't really done much with it, but it's functional and it works. And you know, the culture there is so different than even though they have almost no money and it's bear market still. Uh, three projects just started using it and paying for it. No questions, no pushback, no FUD from other projects to to shit on us because they don't want to have to pay for things and they don't want their, their community to ask them to pay for things. And we constantly face that pushback here for years on, on Cardano from projects that just, you know, for whatever reason, the culture is to to seem like you don't have to need help from anyone else or, or something. I'm not sure, but uh, these unfortunate events uh, like these losses from liquid and other platforms will lead to it. I saw so much outpouring of uh, call for using oracles as soon as that happened from the community. And that's basically what we need. I mean, it's a culture thing. We need the community to ask for it because that's the thing that, uh, projects and people will uh, respond to. 
Yeah, uh, I've definitely seen that culture. Um, you know, people want things that are free or community alternatives that are free. Um, and yeah, you know, I think it's important that folks have a business model and an approach to building revenue and not just, you know, hoping for royalties or, or whatever have you, right? Like there are expenses that uh, we should be incurring for stability. So I'm excited to see there's there's a bit of a shift and maybe it's the rising price of ADA as well that makes it a little bit more palatable. Um, I assume y'all get paid in ADA. Is that right? Or how does the... How does the actual mechanics of setting up a deal with Charlie 3 go? Yeah, it's two different options right now because we know that some people, like, it's it's more of a legal thing depending on your, your entity, whether or not you can, well, like a legal accounting thing, whether or not you can actually buy tokens off a market for, you know, payment of a service. Uh, some people are weirded out by it. So you can pay us an ADA, which we then use to buy Charlie 3 off of the normal market. Uh, to then pay out to the node operators. This is part of the business model of Charlie 3, where uh, all of the money still keeps, like all the payment for everything keeps up uh, the economy. And uh, past that, though, you could pay with Charlie 3. You could buy it off the open market and send it to a specific wallet that then gets automatically sent out to the node operators as rewards. So we're kind of flexible on payment stuff there, but you know, some of our stuff is free like the ada usd feed that's up is free and uh with our catalyst stuff we're gonna be our catalyst funding for free uh feeds uh the current stuff we have we're gonna put up five to ten but if we get funded again in the next round um we are gonna put up about 30 30 feeds for free that the community can use now these are on our own parameters right so if you want something different you have to pay for it but uh, it allows more people to become more secure uh, in the ecosystem, especially running into a bull market and not have to worry about that upstart cost. Yeah, that's great. More payment options is definitely better than less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're All not right. too worried about it, uh, like as far as the payment, right? We'll, we'll make sure it works uh, just as long as you guys want to use the oracles. We're good to go. Looks like we have a question from Julian. Uh, so let's give the mic over to Julian. High five. Good morning, sir. Good morning, everyone. It's good to you know see everyone in here. Um, a lot of usual faces. Um, Charlie, it's it's been a while since I've heard you speak in a space and kind of like just listening to some of the challenges you're saying with you know people on Cardano, really looking for quality and trying to move value to really build the ecosystem out well. Um, as I want to get your opinion on as we move to the bull market, like, because like right now everyone's so focused on like meme coins and things of that nature. What do you think really is going to kind of shift like financial culture of how we're p placing our value in the right things to really accelerate growth on this blockchain? That, that's an amazingly great question. Well done, Julian. Um, so for me, I think the the major thing on driving adoption, and you're talking about meme coins, and, and I have this really weird uh, connection with meme coins where I think that they can be great for driving an opportunity to, to see what's out there, you know, like bring people into a new chain. Even myself, I, 
I jumped into some baloney on, uh, on Solana because I coming into this next market, I was just checking old wallets to see if I had any money anywhere. And I did. So I jumped into something else. And then I started looking at other Solana projects and it's like, Oh, cool. Uh, there's more there. So it can bring, uh, like people to, to see what's there. Now that's not adoption though. I mean, some people will say that that's bringing in adoption and no, it's just bringing in some, a little bit of money for somebody to look at, you know, uh, some projects, but it doesn't mean that they, they're going to adopt that ecosystem or, or continue using crypto. So it's really just, I know people say this all the time, but it's education, right? We have to educate people on why it's good. What is this doing for their money? Uh, how do these platforms actually help, uh, help you out? I mean, that's a big thing for, for oracles and in, in securing that. Uh, and it, without people really being able to quickly understand what they're getting into, they don't want it. Our, our, uh, attention spans right now in a, in a marketing sense, you have three seconds to gain somebody's attention after that you're done. Right. So if, if we're using all these big words and trying to explain DeFi to people and having spaces that run for hours on end, it's, it's really hard to, to get the regular person in. Um, and this is another reason why, you know, you just talk about influencers, right? They say something big and flashy. It's a couple of seconds. People get excited. They jump after it because they don't want to have to think they want experts out there. So us, you know, as the experts coming on spaces like this, going to conferences, um, being in even just chat rooms, have to understand how to gain people's attention very quickly uh, with the right information. Uh, and that's a continuous process that we'll all have to uh, stay on top of to understand how to implement properly. I feel that. And it's interesting, you, you know, you bring up influencers because that's something I'm really thinking hard on is how do you combine the attention that comes with, you know, and I don't even really like the word influencers. I know I understand the concept of why the word is, but yeah. more I, I like to focus on like with Cloud Finder more around like high volume content creators um, who have very specific niches. And I think if, you know, it's so interesting because there's a lot of them are scared. You know what I mean? Because like in the last bull market, you know, people from crypto were like, oh, come learn what NFTs are and da, 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 da. And then they get around like the wrong project. It rugs. And then yeah. now our audiences are like pissed with them. So they're like, they're like, nah, I don't even want to mess with this crypto stuff. Um, so I think if we have to learn, see how we can bring the people who get gain attention like in good ways with the people who have that education and knowledge um, to build a good foundation, to bring something good to the masses to consume. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's hard to, uh, to do that because you're always in that as far as crypto goes without regulation, without something to keep people from rugging and being bad actors. Uh, you know, there's, uh, it's always going to happen. It's always going to be a risk that people have to take, including ourselves, you know? So that's, that's always a hard one to get past. Uh, and I think that's another thing of the education is just telling people it's going to, it's, it's a risk regardless. It's always a risk. Everything you do is a risk in life. And if you think it's not, it's, 
that's different. Like I'm in my car right now and that's a risk. I mean, getting into a car accident is way more likely than ever getting into something in a plane, but people think that planes are less safe. You know, it's, um, it's a little bit different. I feel that. Appreciate you answering my question. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you, Julian. We have another question from uh, Cardano Review. Uh, high five. Hey, high five. Yeah, I just uh, wanted to say I'm so happy to hear you come up here and speak. Believe it or not, the first time I seen your logo, <clears throat> I didn't know what you guys did. But I was on this site. It was called uh, eutxo.org. Essentially, it's like a live uh, blockchain explorer. And I seen it looked like the Reddit. I thought it was the Reddit guy. <laughs> yeah, at first. it's close. It's close. But then when I looked closer, I was like, "Oh, this this must be something different." But I never could figure out like what it you know what you guys were or what you guys did. So now I get the chance to see you come up here. Now I can. Um, I got your Twitter now, and I just followed. So now I can. Um, look more into like your background and everything and but yeah it nice. sounds like what, yeah but what it sounds like what you guys are doing is definitely needed um having a a something when when these sites go down to keep the data safe i didn't know that that <laughs> i thought that was already solved i didn't realize that was a problem that people are still <laughs> uh, yeah issues. it's called the, yeah you can look it up uh, it's called the oracle problem on in web3 and blockchain and chainlink is the largest uh, oracle provider on the evm side but we're the one for cardano because the eu txo uh, platform is so different that uh, no one else has really built for it and yeah a lot of people think that you know these other trading and uh, I'll specify not trading platforms as indexes, but external stuff. So, so things like Liquid or things doing futures or whatever uh, should be using an Oracle to keep safe. And a lot of the users think that people are because that's just standard practice, right? They don't look into it deeper until something bad happens, unfortunately. So, yeah, I mean, go and uh, join in the Discord, ask all the questions you want. It helps to educate other people as well. And I'm, I'm always there, and the mods are always there to answer questions. Appreciate it. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I definitely think that's a <clears throat> thing I've noticed. You know, there's an expectation that oracles are used. And, you know, we ask all the time, what, what oracles are you using to back up your, your price feeds? And it's amazing how many folks have not uh, built that into the MVP. Um, so hopefully, uh, this, this it's changes. it's zero people so far. <laughs> like, uh, like, like I said, Liquid used that to begin with with us with just the Shen feed, but nothing else. And um, that was like seven, seven, eight months ago, something like that. And then uh, no one else is no one else is using a third party oracle for major process. Drip Drops uses us now for a little bit of stuff. Um, Vifi uses us for payouts, and the only project that is building it into their MVP and amazed uh, right off the start launch is Mehan for the USDM stablecoin. Um, that's the only project that we've come across the whole time that is actually putting a, a really big. Uh, focus on on security uh, and auditability. Oh, that is good to know. Yeah, but also kind of scary that other people haven't. I definitely agree. <clears throat> people need to take 
you know, users seriously, their security and yeah. Uh, I'm, hopefully, hopefully there's a shift, right? Especially as these products become more mature, I would love to see this more in the MVPs that get launched, but um, at a minimum, we should see folks wising up to this. And we've seen CoinGecko go down like countless times. It, uh, it goes down like, daily. People don't understand that. That the data from CoinGecko is old. It's usually about five or six minutes older than what you can get by taking directly from the source, which is what we do, uh, directly from the DEXs and CEXs out there and other platforms. So it's old data to begin with, and it goes down all the time, and it has no security features built in, and it's not supposed to. It's supposed to be a quick, visual, aesthetic thing that you might put on your front page. It should never be used for actual process in any kind of DeFi platform. Um, and we've even had to educate some of the DeFi platforms on this because they don't even know. They don't even look into it you know, enough. Uh, so, so yeah, it's really just an education thing and we need to step that up on our side as well. Yeah. <clears throat> and hopefully, you know, people will be learning as we go here and, you know, talk about it on this show and, and other places. Um, so we'll, we'll join the good fight with you because this is just a, a critical part of DeFi. Uh, you know, we need accurate prices. We can't be, you know, throwing wrenches into everything. So, uh, we're going to be getting close to the end of the, the guest segment here, but Cardano review, you have a, one more question, sir. Yeah. My one more question is, so I'm working with a project that's um, pretty, they're a pretty small team. They've been around for a while and let's say we want to integrate, uh, Charlie three, you know, get our, our price data and things integrated. What's the best way to go about, um, getting that set up? Uh, just emailing us, uh, info at charlie3.io, or like from the website works out well. Uh, if you want to use the ADUSD feed that's there, you don't even have to talk to us. It's uh, docs.charlie3.io. It's on the, it should be on the front page of our Twitter there. If not, again, just ask. But yeah, it's a docs. And uh, all the information is there to to integrate the feed without without us. It's all it's all set. All the SDKs are right there. And if you want a specific feed, then then yeah, you just talk to us directly. You can email me. You can go to the Discord. It doesn't matter. Cool, cool. Appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, super easy. And it'll take like a day or two to set up a new feed and contract and and all that jazz. Awesome. Well, as we wrap up here, are there any final messages you have for the audience? Any calls to action or anything else that you want to share with our community? Yeah. Uh, I mean, biggest call to action, I think, is a call to action for any uh, project you guys uh, deal with. Give me one second. My GPS is yelling at me. I want to stop it before I keep talking. <laughs> um, so give me one second. Yeah, no problem. All right. Um, so the biggest thing I would say is a call to action for Catalyst right now, right? A lot of these projects and including our own are still looking for funding. And it, Catalyst, I think, if you're registered to vote, has just ended its uh, potential registration right now uh, for new wallets. But if you're already registered, keep an eye on things whenever the voting comes up. Uh, we've got five proposals in there right now for an Oracle sidechain to be able to go uh, cross-chain 
and deal with data a lot faster, a lot more securely and a lot more uh, cheaply. And, you know, things like an audit to make sure that we're more in secure uh, fashion for everyone to use, uh, as well as free feeds for other people and open sourced uh uh, Dex aggregation, uh, all this other stuff, you know, that's really good for the community, but as well as supporting your other projects that might have catalyst, uh, proposals out there too. So that's the biggest call to action just as a community, uh, general type stuff. Uh, otherwise come by, join our discord, come hang out with us, learn more about oracles. And we have things coming up in the future for the general user, not just the, uh, normal, uh, project out there that needs services. Thanks, Damon, for joining us, and thanks, everyone, for listening to Cardano Over Coffee. We want to give a big shout-out to our monthly podcast supporters, The Wizard Tim, Discover Cardano, Book.io, Project Camo, Linda from Stakepool Ticker, MALU, Twisted Gears, Mihan, Enigma Stakepool Ticker 1, Monster Stakepool Ticker, MNSTR, Epoch Sect, and Psychos, the Cardano card game. We appreciate all your support. If you'd like to have your name or business mentioned in future podcasts or have your logo and links displayed in the description of our podcast, click the support button now.